Hello and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. You can listen on iTunes or Spotify or head over to the website and listen online. Uh, I am a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner, energy healer and coach. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007 and these podcasts have been going for over a decade. My name is Amber and welcome to to the podcast channel Um, and welcome to today's podcast. Uh, Thank you to everyone that listens in. Thank you for all your lovely messages of support and all your donations. So as I often say, I'm not affiliated to any organisation. I don't have an agent. Um, I don't have a PR company behind me and I'm not here to sell you anything. Uh, If you would like to work with me, I am always open to meeting new clients and students who want to be assisted on their journey. I still actively work as a healer and you can find out more about the healing work that I offer, which is primarily focused on core wound healing and life purpose work, which is on the website sacredspacehealing.org. But all your donations go back into creating more free content. And in a world where podcasts have become big business, people now have PR companies and agents behind them. Um, you know, I can't tell you the number of times I get emailed by people who want to promote me and they want me to, they want to be my PR agents and they want to, you know, they want me to sell stuff and advertise stuff for them. And I just sidetrack all of that. I say, no, 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 no. Because the whole idea behind this podcast channel was to share information, to assist people on their journey. Um, when I started listening to podcasts decades ago, it was an invaluable resource for me. And the beauty of the podcast was that anyone could make one very cheaply and that they could put their information out there, their truth out in the world. And of course, that's being obliterated really like everything else. You know, the little man, small business is being obliterated and everything is being taken over by this kind of conglomerate um, sort of mass machine, a money-making machine. So thank you for your donations. Um, And they all go back into free content and they're very gratefully received. And you can donate via the website, sacredspacehealing.org. There's a drop-down menu on the homepage. You can donate as much, as little as you want to. You can do a one-off or you can do a monthly subscription. It's entirely up to you. Um, Okay, let's move on to today's podcast. I'd like to shine a light on this idea that just because it was right for someone else doesn't mean that it's right for you. So I saw something online recently from someone who calls themselves a professional, a professional, I think they're a professional acupuncturist, and they offer advice and they posted this thing very beautifully presented um, saying eat eggplant or aubergine as it would be um, in other parts of the world, eat eggplant, it's full of good things and you will live longer and it's good for your health. <laughs> they actually said that. And um, I don't usually respond to stuff like this, I just kind of scroll through and move on but for some reason I felt I needed to respond to this because I've been seeing a lot of posts like this lately like you know drink celery juice and it will cure everything and so I said I just put a quick little post and I said look not everyone can eat eggplant some people who have autoimmune conditions or inflammatory markers in their body they can't eat deadly what are called deadly nightshades potatoes aubergine tomatoes Uh, even some mushrooms, some vegetables like kale or broccoli can cause a lot of inflammation in the body. We don't know why. It's just unique to their system. Their system can't process it. And this person came back with, oh, there's no evidence for that. It's really good for you. Just take the skin off. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Okay. It's like saying to to people, eat nuts. And someone says, I can't eat nuts because I have an allergy to sesame seeds or to, I don't know, um, coconut. And the person turns around and goes, oh, there's no evidence for that. Just eat it. It's really good for you. It's nonsense. And so we're being fed 
this nonsense on social media because what's happened is with lockdowns and people working from home and being stuck at home and a lot of services being closed, people are looking for their information online. Whereas they would go to a professional, talk to someone, get tests done. They're now just taking their information online. Um, and there's a lot of people grabbing onto that to make money, just like with the podcast thing. There's a lot of people thinking, okay, I can be a self-proclaimed guru, a wellness expert, and I can have a very pretty page and I can do some videos and I can tell you that everything in your life will be cured if you drink celery juice or if you eat an eggplant. And we're being treated as if we're all the same thing. You know, we all have the same bodies. We all have the same metabolisms. We all have the same illnesses, the same mental health outlook, um, the same spiritual beliefs, and we don't. So one person can be allergic to eggplant, for example, or nuts or celery, and it causes a lot of pain in their body. And then they're thinking, well, I must be doing something wrong because this expert has said that all I need to do is do this thing and I'll be healthier and I'll live longer, but it's not working for me. And that's not what's happening. It's just that you're not being treated as an individual. You know, celery juice is our other thing. Drink celery juice and everything will be fine. Every illness in your body will be cured if you drink celery juice. Well, that's just not true for a start. Um, firstly, there's, you know, and there is no evidence for that. But also, there are a list of vegetables and fruits that are called the dirty dozen, I think, or the dirty, um, yeah, I think it is the dirty dozen. And it, it's, a, it's a, uh, a list of fruits that are heavily contaminated by pesticides, that unless you know where they've been grown and you've gone and picked them from the earth or a tree, they're going to be really riddled with pesticides and all kinds of stuff that's in the soil and in our environment. Just think of chemtrails. And because of the nature of that fruit or vegetable, it's really hard to clear it off the skin. Whereas other fruits and vegetables, you can peel off the skin and there is some layer of protection with the, between the skin and the fruit or the vegetable. But something like strawberries, for example, and um, celery are known as you know being high on the list because you have to eat them with their skin and everything gets stuck in the grooves. It's a well-known fact. So if, you're, if you don't know where you're getting your celery from and it's filled with just, just think of everyday life. It's filled with fumes toxins, chemtrail um, fumes, pesticides, God knows what else. And you're drinking that. Okay, maybe for some people it has a healing effect, but for someone else it may not have a healing effect. In fact, it could be really dangerous. So I think we have the same mentality when it comes to spiritual health and mental health, that one size fits all. You know, just because one person saved themselves from chronic fatigue or cancer by drinking celery juice doesn't mean it's going to work for the next person. Just because one person experienced a trauma or a difficult time in their life and all they had to do was journal and do a gratitude list and their whole life changed doesn't mean that that's going to work for you. These are suggestions, they're things that could work, they could assist, but they may not assist you. And so what we're seeing is that we're being sold cookie-cutter spirituality, you know, cookie-cutter living that everyone is the same. Just do your gratitude list. What you give out, you get back. Um, think positive. And it's so toxic because it doesn't work for everyone. Everyone's traumas are different. Everyone's life experiences are different. And we all process them in different ways. Some people get nothing out of journaling. It's rare, but it happens. Some people are very visual. Some people are very auditory. Some people are very physical. And you have to work to your strengths. Build up the other muscles over time, maybe. But do what works for you. Um, this cookie cutter spirituality therefore 
is sort of prime for a kind of gaslighting within spirituality, which is if your life isn't working, it's your fault. It's your karma. It's because you didn't do your gratitude list. You don't journal. Um, it's because you somehow are failing. You aren't doing enough rather than, as I've said in other podcasts, good things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to good people. Like it's not always down to the fact that we didn't journal that day or we didn't smudge that day. All these things help. They make a massive difference in raising our vibration and bringing good things into our lives, but they're not the reason why our lives are sometimes not working. You know, and in shamanism, we would say that if there are blocks in your life that you just can't seem to overcome, it'll often be ancestral or it will be some kind of black magic or curse magic that's going on um, or some kind of psychic attack. It won't just be that it's, you know, you doing something wrong. And of course, none of that's ever looked at. I saw another thing by a very well-known inspirational, in inverted commas, speaker who charges at least £5,000 per head for his events, saying that all you have to do is give, 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 give out into the world and you will get back. But again, it's this nonsense that we're fed. You know, there's plenty of good people out there, often highly sensitive empaths who give and give and give and give because they believe if they give love, give love, they'll get it back. And it doesn't always happen. People like that become prime targets for narcissists and bullies because they know that all they have to do is kick this person, treat them really badly, and then turn around and go, but you're meant to be really loving and giving. Aren't you meant to be really spiritual? You should love me. Even though I kick you in the face, you should love me. You know, these concepts have become abused. And these concepts don't work with bullies. They don't work with people who are toxic. So they work in a world where we're all sitting around, you know, um, eating vegan food, loving each other, uh, playing with our mala beads, kind of saying, yeah, I'm going to give love and I'll get love. But it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't always work that way. And it doesn't always work for every individual. Some people that have experienced trauma and um, have been abused in their lives, they need to learn boundaries. They don't need to learn to give, to give and give and give and give. They need to learn to stand up for themselves. They need to learn to say enough is enough. And other people maybe do need to learn to give love, you know. Um, So why am I ranting on about this? I'm ranting on about this because I want, I desire for you to know that just because something worked for the next person and it's not working for you doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It's just not the right fit for you. And that a lot of stuff that we are fed and that's rammed down our throats on social media and the internet and online and in now in books and podcasts and all kinds of things, um, a lot of that information is not even factually correct and it's not even safe. And so you have to decide, you know, you have to decide what works for you. Just like with celery juice and aubergines and eggplants and nuts and all of that stuff, you've got to listen to your body. You know, if you drink a litre of celery juice for a month and you're not getting better, and it's really sad, there are people online saying... I'm following the protocol, I've been drinking celery juice for three months now, my hair's fallen out, my skin's deteriorated, I'm really weak, am I doing it right? And there's people marketing these books and these workshops who come online very quickly, pretending to be friends, and they say, oh, you've just got to, you know, persevere with it, but do remember to see your doctor so that they're covering all their bases. It's so dangerous. If your body is reacting in such a way that your hair is falling out and your skin is deteriorating and you're getting sicker and sicker after three months on celery juice, don't you think it's time to stop the celery juice? It's exactly the same thing with our spiritual practice. 
you know if you if you find that your gratitude journals aren't working for you they're not helping you they're they're not sort of bringing goodness into your life stop stop and do something else stop and go kick a punch bag like stop and take the dog for a walk stop and have a nice cup of tea like do something else and reassess what works for your body or not in terms of what we put into ourselves we have to be actively listening does this food feel good in my body does it make me feel better does it make me feel worse does this practice that I'm doing whether it's yoga or meditation or something other does it make me feel better or does it make me feel worse there are no bad foods of course there are no bad foods Um, just like there's no bad sort of spiritual practice it's all about the intention behind it how it's handled and how it uh, fits in with your vibration at the time and of course things can change Um, I think what we're seeing with the explosion of veganism is that People are eating really unhealthily. And I think the damage of this will come out in many years to come um, under the guise of I'm vegan and I love the planet and I love animals. Um, A lot of this food is created in laboratories. It's not even real food. There's a lot of fillers and things and chemicals put into it that are going to cause inflammation in people's bodies. Inflammation is one of our highest um, forms of sickness around the world because of the foods that we're consuming the oils that are sometimes used uh, rapeseed oil is used a lot and people think it's full of loads of benefits but some people can be allergic to it and it can cause huge health problems Um, similarly soya can cause huge health problems for people Um, but also just manufactured food or food that's very high in salt content things like that can really disrupt the body's natural way of um, navigating itself it's a natural ph and so you have to listen to your body you have to listen to what's right for you not what's right for a celebrity who you don't even know whether they follow that spiritual practice or that diet or not what someone is posting online you have to you know consume something whether it's emotionally mentally physically or spiritually and then really sit with how does this feel in my body does it make my body feel good does it make me feel good do i feel worse what's happening to my symptoms and so on because ultimately the job of any healer, coach, psychic, you know, uh, alternative healer is to help you heal yourself, is to get your body to remember what it's like to be in its most optimum state. And your body knows how to do that for you. You see, for some people, they need to go for a run every day uh, and punch a punch bag and you know watch a soap opera in the evening and that's that sort of that makes them feel good with someone else that's hell you know they want to go to a meditation class or do some yoga or go for a walk in nature just because it worked for the other person doesn't mean it necessarily needs to work for you there are certain base practices that are good like drinking enough water and getting enough exercise and sleep yes but again what is enough for you is more important than what's enough for someone else So just because it worked for someone else doesn't mean it has to work for you. Just because that healing or that healer or that workshop or that book or that mantra or that meditation worked for someone else doesn't mean it has to work for you. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. That doesn't mean that you're failing. Um, That doesn't mean that this is your fault. That doesn't mean that this is your karma. That just means that it's not working for you. And find something else, you know. I always say to clients when... There's always a homework to do in between sessions. And I say, you know, take what resonates for you. And if it doesn't resonate, then just leave it. And um, I say to people, you know, keep your practices fresh. 
keep checking in. Don't just do it because a book told you to do it or a workshop told you to do it or a, you know, a practitioner told you to do it. Do it because it makes you feel good. If it doesn't make you feel good, stop doing it. It shouldn't be a punishment. You know, this poor individual drinking celery juice and all their hair's fallen out and they're getting weaker and weaker. Stop it. Stop doing the thing that's making you sick. It's not always a detox. Sometimes it's just not right for you. You know, a detox should feel good because your body is clearing and cleansing, your mind is clearing and cleansing. If it feels like you're on the brink of death, then it's probably not a good idea, whatever it is that you're doing. So just because it worked for them doesn't mean it has to work for you. Find what works for you. Sometimes it can take longer, but you'll get there in the end. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.